This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at CosmicPotato.com. Hi, this is Shane. And this is Virginia. And this is Wait, You've Never Seen? A podcast dedicated to killing all of my favorite characters who are ever in movies, ever. Actually, it's dedicated to discussing well-known movies and TV shows one of us has never seen. Blech. Wow, I mean, we're off to a great start. <laughs> uh, today, we're discussing... Wait, you've never seen Alien 3? Is it Alien 3 or Alien Cubed? Because the 3 is super script. Yeah, they're trying to be cute. I have questions about that. But and first, some trigger warnings. Yes. Violence against dogs... Yeah, boy, dog is. Um, Ripley is physically assaulted. Um, they they're able to stop the dudes before they like sexually assault her. But it's um, clear that that's the intention. Yes, and it's really very gory. It's gorier than you think it's gonna be, right? Yeah, yeah. A lot of blood and guts, and that poor dog. Okay. Yeah, I couldn't watch. I I couldn't watch that. That's not uh, that's not a thing I can I can cope with. So, uh, what are three things you expected from this movie? Okay, so there's a reason I'm asking about is it Alien Three or Alien Cubed? Because okay. one of my expectation is there won't be three aliens. There won't even be three times the number of aliens in the last movie. We're cubing the number of aliens. So, if there were, like, 200 aliens in the last movie, we're looking at 8,000 aliens in this movie. Oh, my gosh. You, so, you looked at it as, like, a math problem. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's... Wow. And you know what? We came down to it, and there's just... There's just one. Well, well and... One yeah. point. One have, point something. Other questions about that. Okay. Okay. Second thing I expected, mm-hmm. Ripley will warn people about the dangers of the aliens, but no one will listen. Check. And finally... I, th- I believe you're supposed to wait until... <laughs> anyway, go ahead. And finally... Yet again, Ripley will either be the sole survival or she'll survive along with one other person. Why does this movie kill the things that I love? This is a lesson we're learning in our month of threes. Mm-hmm. In the third one, uh, it's got to get real, yo. People die. It's the law. I mean, yeah. Like in Return of the Jedi, the, the original concept was not to end with like the teddy bear picnic like we got. <laughs> It was supposed to end with Han Solo actually dying, sacrificing himself for the crew, and then, you know, uh, Luke Skywalker going, you know, riding off into the, you know, into the sunset alone. Mm-hmm. You know, it was supposed to end on a, you know, on a bit of a downbeat. I see. And well, why do we always end up talking about the end <laughs> right away when we do this? I don't know. So did you expect it to did you expect to like it or not? I did expect to like it 
Although maybe not as much as the first two because I really liked those. So I started out with three and a half stars. Okay. So, what is your one sentence IMDB summary? <laughs> Ripley is again recruited by the company to stop an alien takeover that they cause by their careless disregard for the safety of humanity. So you just you wanted to see like the first two movies again, basically, <laughs> basically <laughs> just... with just like three aliens to the third power. I'm expecting yeah. first two movies, more aliens. Yeah. Yes. So, the the actual IMDb summary for this movie goes a little bit like this. So, Alien Cubed, 1992, rated R. 114 minutes, action horror sci-fi. After her last encounter, Ellen Ripley crash lands on Fiorna 161, a maximum security prison when a series of strange and deadly events occurs shortly after her arrival. Wonder what those are going to be. Ripley realizes she has brought along an unwelcome visitor. Isn't that always the way? <sighs> so... I know you're disappointed. So, like we said <laughs> earlier, there was only one alien. Yes. Ripley warned people, and again, they didn't listen. Yes. But Ripley died, and I'm mad about it. She saved everyone. She still died. While she was dying, she was saving everyone by keeping the... She was holding on to the, her baby alien. I saw I was there. I saw it. She's a hero is what I'm trying to say. She died in the best... She died, but she died in the best possible way. It wasn't like when they killed Han Solo where it's just like your goofball son just stabbing you for no reason. So you're saying it's more like when Holdo turned the ship around and just blasted right into the Star Destroyer, thereby defeating that, the Empire once again. That, you know what? I literally got not, chills. Not the Empire. I, I literally got chills when you said that. The first, <laughs> the first order. I really did. I'm like... That was amazing. That was seriously amazing. It was really amazing. good. It was really good. Like a real sacrifice, like a like a meaningful sacrifice, and a knowing. That's the other part too, like a knowing thing. Like Han was, you know, was sucker punched, was sucker sabered, sucker sabered. Yes, but here's my thing: is yes. so now who's going? Like in a real way, I'm not saying this to be a smart ass. Okay. Who's going to save the galaxy from these aliens that clearly people keep going there to get the aliens and she keeps saying, hey guys, this is a bad idea and they keep not listening to her. Now she's dead. Now what's going to happen? Okay. Aliens just running rampant all over the galaxy. That's what's going to happen. Two things. First of all, getting loud. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. I like passion. Uh, number two... Do you want to know what the name of the fourth Alien movie is? Or is, do you... is it Resurrection? <laughs> <laughs> Did you already know that? No. Oh, you didn't? Well, we, we, we're just using the context clues about the way, yeah, yeah. The way I'm looking at you and saying this. So, yeah. So, she'll be back in the next movie. I, it's, I mean, I feel like I need to tell you that. <laughs> I feel like I definitely need to tell you that because you're getting so mad. Well... We will need to watch Alien Resurrection 
so I can I, see how my precious Ripley fared when she dove, like she did the nesty plunge into <laughs> like a thing of lava, basically. I'm actually looking it up because I don't want to be a terrible person. Okay, yeah. Alien, alien resurrection. Interesting. It was released five years after this one. How did she survive? You know what? That's a different movie. It's a different movie. It's a different yeah. movie. Okay. So, I did like it, but I I was really mad that Ripley died and also that Newt died. I'm sure it, it was like, okay, they couldn't get the actress. And then you have a child on a prison planet with a bunch of, like, rapists and murders and thieves. That's not a good look. No. Totally got it. I said, why? All of your energy, all of what... Ripley did in Aliens. It was ruined. Yeah. It's ruined. Like she's just dead. Like the whole reason. Like it's it's kind of cruel. That was too. like her second chance to like how she perceived it as her second chance because remember like her daughter, her daughter yeah. like grew up while she was floating around sixty two years in space or whatever. Yeah. So like finding Newt, at least the way I looked at it, was her way was a, to like redo and relive those years that she missed with her child who had died at that point. Right. She couldn't save her own. She, her own daughter died, and she's able to. She can, you know. But yeah, Newt is a um, sur surrogate. Yeah, surrogate. Oh, surrogate is that the. Yeah, and that that was that was a beautiful aspect of aliens, and is yeah, it's ru it's ruined. So yeah, what is what is Ripley's motivation? Well, you know what? Let me tell you first that I gave it three stars because I really was mad about Ripley and Newt. Yeah. So I had it at three and a half, but now it's at three. So I didn't hate it, but I was mad. So I understand. What is Ripley's motivation for this movie then? Or is the motivation that she has no motivation because she's lost everything? You know? Well, I think we're in survival mode. Like, she's on a, she's on a prison planet and everyone wants her dead or worse. Mm -hmm. So I think the motivation is just base survival. That makes sense. Um, you know who I did not expect to see in this motion picture? What's that? Tywin Lannister. Tywin Lannister, and he plays a good guy. Yeah, yeah. So that the actor's name is Charles Dance. He um he's played he's been in a lot of things, but most recently and famously Tywin Lannister in Game of Thrones. Um, and he played Doctor Clemens, who caused the death of lots of people, which is why he's there. But also tries to, he listens to Ripley and tries to help her in her quest to stop the alien. Yes. So it was nice to see a baby-faced Tywin. I mean, in as much as that man could ever really have a baby face. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, younger, but not exactly. He didn't exactly look like a teenager. And I know, I know I've told you this before, but since we've been on kind of a Star Wars tangent in this episode, yes. is instead of, like, um, digitally restoring Grand Moff Tarkin's face in Rogue One? Rogue One, yeah. Rogue One, 
Charles Dance. Should have called him up on the telephone. Hey, Charlie, got a gig for you. It's called Grand Moff Tarkin. Would have been a lot better and less disconcerting than seeing like a digitally enhanced face on someone who was not yep. Peter Cushing. You know what? You know what? Um, you know what his response would have been? What? You don't know how hard it was for me to sign the contract to play Grand Moff Tarkin. That's kind of that's kind of one of his lines from. I know. There's this movie called Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> we can move on. Anyways. Okay, and having said, okay, Tywin Lannister is mm. the Doctor. So basically, the prison planet is like the wall. Right? You send all your murderers, your rapists, your thieves. That's true, yeah. You send them all there. I'll finish your thought, but it's not quite that. But go on. Um, you send them all there mm-hmm. and, you know, put out of sight, out of mind. Like, you don't have to really... You, the general public, doesn't really have to worry about them because they're out God knows where doing God knows what. And who really cares? Right. Nobody. Well, it is a printed. Uh, well, it is a prison planet. That's what it, its original original purpose was. The people there now are almost are essentially part of a cult. Mm-hmm. They're part of a you know promise keepers for felons. Uh huh. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's this whole like, oh, we're this little community now, and. Like the people at the wall. Yeah, and they and they separate themselves from the rest of the world. And there's almost mm-hmm. like it's almost like a faith, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's an aspect too. I guess uh, what did they call it? Taking the black in yeah. Game of Thrones. Yeah. And there's certainly like a brotherhood there, but I think on I don't know how to say it that the planet. I think Fiona. they called I think they called it Fury One Sixty One. Fury. Mm-hmm. Well, there's the. From IMD Fiorina. Fiorina. Fiorina one sixty one. Um my my feeling was that they were happy that there was no um there was no temptation. Like they didn't have to worry like rapists didn't have to worry because they're like, Oh well, you know, um there's there's only men here. Mm-hmm. And that made me think of that idea of the like the the dry drunks, like if you take a drunk and you put him on a, a deserted island, that guy's still an asshole. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't have the ability to get drunk anymore. But that doesn't make him any healthier mentally. Right. So it kind of made me think of that. Like, oh well, just because there's no one you want to kill or do terrible things to. It doesn't mean you're changing at all, but to them it was like this revelation and a way of life. Mm-hmm. Well, how would that work for, like, I can understand, like, if some of these dudes only wanted to rape women, you take the women off the planet or don't put them on there originally, but if you want to murder people, like, murder knows no, you know, gender, sex, race, sometimes, religion. Like, sometimes it does. Well, but I'm saying, how do you know those people that are there aren't going to quench their murdering thirst 
by murdering a fellow cult member. You know what I'm saying? That's true. But, I mean, we're talking about 25 people. So it could be, like, are they all, like, just... Since I've taken this weird... (laughs) Since I've taken this weird uh, point of view, uh, if they're all, like, the Golden State killer. Oh, uh uh-huh. Where it's all... I think it was all women. Ted Bundy, all women. Um... I think the Golden State, I think, so there's this podcast, this is an aside to our audience, there's this podcast called Man in the Window about the Golden State Killer. It's amazing. And they recently posted an update that talked about his male victims. I didn't How realize the, yeah. that. I haven't seen that. Yes. Wow. So, um, I think the Golden State Killer was mostly well known for his female victims, mm. but this is something I just learned within the last week or so. Wow, I'm going to have to look at that. So Sigourney Weaver really did shave off her hair for Alien yes. 3. By the way, it was a big deal in 1992 for men to shave their heads. Like, mm-hmm. you didn't have, like, every everyone, like, every, like, basketball player or when men, when men start to lose their hair now, uh, since this is a podcast, I can say that I have a full, full head of hair and you wouldn't know the difference. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, now you have the option of like, as a dude, just like shave your head and people don't look at you like there's something wrong with you walking around with a completely bald head. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not including, uh, Jean-Luc Picard, of right, course. Right, But anyway, um, so for a woman to do it, I remember, like, it, it was like, it was like a news story. Really? <laughs> when she went, yeah, when she shaved her head. Was this, what year did G.I. Jane come out? Do you remember Demi Moore also shaved her head for that movie? I think that was later. So this, so Alien 3 was 1992. Well, you put it, uh, 1997. Oh, okay. So. Two amazing ladies. And. Both shaving their heads. I'm into it. I mean, I think when, like, um, I think it's still like, like, when, um, when Natalie Portman, Natalie Portman also shaved her head for V for Vendetta in the, what, two, late 2000s? Yeah, I don't remember what year it was. Uh, v for Vendetta. In that scene, they do it on screen. Mm-hmm. And she starts crying. Like, char- the character starts crying, but that was just her. That wasn't even, like, an acting choice. That was just, it happened. Because I believe it. Like she said, like as soon, like as soon as she heard like the clipper sound, like that was it. Did she do it herself, or did the the V for Vendetta guy do it? I think it's a thing that was done for yeah for her. It's been a long time, but yeah, kind of a big deal. I'm bad. At- I agree. Like I think part of if I'm, I'm if I'm gonna put a percentage on why I like Sinead O'Connor. Thirty-three <laughs> percent is about her willingness to shave red. Like that's that's brave and bad. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Question. Yes. How did Ripley become pregnant with an alien baby? I have a lot of questions. When did she become pregnant? How did she become pregnant? Like. It killed 
Newt and that other dude. So, like, how did it impregnate her without disrupting her life support? Okay. If, in fact, that was when she was impregnated. Or was it done once she got to the planet? See, I have a lot of questions. I have some answers. Okay. So, first of all, when an alien and a host love each other very much... I think it's safe to say <laughs> Ripley did not love the alien. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You just reminded me. There is definitely, like, a sexual assault aspect to the way those aliens, like, procreate, which is, like, kind of horrible. Yeah. Um, okay. So, I think that the alien... Okay. I don't want to answer all of your questions because some of your questions are going to be answered in the next movie. Okay. Um... I hope that alone wasn't already too much of a spoiler. No. Okay. So, when you have a face hugger, mm-hmm. I'm putting my hand over my face because that's good podcasting. <laughs> um, when you have a face hugger on your face, it gives you nutrients. It gives you it 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 keeps you alive. Oh, that would make sense because it needs it needs an it organism to. to procreate right so they sort of they sort of assume that like i they don't know anything but when um the guy who dies in the very first alien movie the guy with the face hugger oh yeah i can't remember his name the the british dude Mm -hmm. where he goes oh i'm feeling much better let's all like have a few laughs and have dinner together now that the face hugger has gone and then he dies horribly when the facehugger's still in his face, they, like, look at it, and there's, like, oh, there's a symbiotic thing happening right now, and it's keeping him alive. They basically established that. Gotcha. But, but yeah, you have good questions. Again, I'm not going to answer them. Okay. My final statement, because it's not a question. Okay. What, well, this part is a question. What have we learned in our year plus of doing this podcast okay. and watching action movies and thriller movies, etc. What What is one of the lessons that we have learned from watching these films? Three words, four syllables. No, five syllables. Yes. It's never over. Correct. It is never over. It's never over. We should write a haiku for... Uh, it is never over. It Guys. Never. It is. It's never over. Yeah, that's five. Anyway, that's our No, first. seriously. It's not. For real, y'all. <laughs> for real. For real. <laughs> There's our... <laughs> There's our haiku. There's Shout our... out to John at Captain Game Show. <laughs> <laughs> so it's never how, how can we how can Ripley how can humanity benefit from it's never over you're always on your guard when you think you've killed him you haven't killed him he's still alive so it's a good idea don't to have, drop your guard so it's a good idea to have an anxiety problem I mean, look at the world she's living in. She already has an anxiety problem. (laughs) She's being hunted by an alien species. Okay. Again, you're getting loud. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I feel very passionately about Ripley, okay? 
Not just because she's hot, although I, that is part of it. I, I do, I do, I do love, uh, love Ripley very much. You know, my um, my son, um, if he was going to be, um, uh, if he was going to be a lady, mm-hmm. we had a separate, um, we had a separate lady name picked out, mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna say his. I'm not gonna say his whole name, but like his the the format was similar. Mm-hmm. So her name, her name, if my son's name, if my son was female, her name would be uh, uh, Ripley Violet. It's hmm. nice. Because I thought that Ripley was like you know uh, a very strong badass, <laughs> like sticks to her guns, knows what's right. And fights for what's right. Right up there with Wonder Woman. Ding, 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 ding. Although Ripley's not in satin tights. Wonder Woman's got that covered. But there's no reason she can't be in satin tights. That's true. She'd look amazing. She would. (laughs) So it's never over. That's my final word. Do you have more final words? I have a single final word. Okay. So when I don't, I didn't write down the exact line. But when Ripley is sort of, it's a great scene when she's kind of talking to the alien and she realizes it's, it dawns on her. She knows that this alien has implanted an alien, you know, she's going to die, you know, mm-hmm. and she's having like this almost Shakespearean, like, you know, conversation with an entity that can't talk back to her, right. you know, and she goes... She's just talking about her experience as a whole dealing with these creatures. And she she basically says, I don't remember a time when you weren't in my life. You know? Yeah. And as a living creature, as a living human being, she's been alive for, like, what? Like, 200 years or something? Yeah. She's been alive for a really long time. That, that stasis is, like, better than Botox. I'm telling you. And I mean, that means that the aliens were hunting her through her stasis. So, like, that's some determined aliens. So, like, she's saying, you've always been a part of my, or I don't remember when you weren't a part of my life. Mm -hmm. Their dedication, like, really proves that. Like, they're not going to give up even if it has been 200 years. Right. They're going to hunt this lady down. They're absolutely uh, uh, relentless. Yes. So in my life, when I find, I find myself saying this a lot when I'm faced with something that's, um, when I'm doing something that feels like it's going on for a really long time, I'll go, I can't remember a time when I wasn't doing this. (laughs) Which is funny because I think I've only seen this movie one other, like one other time besides when we... (laughs) Oh really? Well, we watch it together. Yeah, it's not a, a thing that I rewatched. No, that's a lie. Maybe a few. Sorry, maybe I watched it when it originally came out, and then you know, I saw it in the theater, and then I saw it later, uh, later when it came out on on VHS. On VHS, oh. one of the last VHS tapes I may have actually rented from an you know a blockbuster. When you went to your uh, video rental establishment, yes. did they have the melted 
um, VHS tape displayed somewhere. As so a cautionary like, tale. Yes, yes. I don't know. See, I grew up in South Texas where it's like 110 degrees 90% of the time. <laughs> whereas you grew up in uh, the north where it's, you know, negative 27 90% of the time. So I don't know. <laughs> well, it doesn't get that cold for that many days. But anyway. <laughs> so I just wonder if the same principle applies, like, do video stores do that in the North, even though it doesn't get as hot, because it's really, it's it's a universal problem. Oh, vinyl, vinyl records to really date myself, and <laughs> th- those things will get warped, too, in cars, and they would, like, in the, uh, I remember in the library, they would, um, next to the, next to the checkout, there, they would have, like, warnings about not leaving your your vinyl in a hot car because as we know from our our experience with pets mm-hmm. you, know, you know you can't leave a pet in a in a locked car because even when it's just 80 degrees outside the temperature can go way over 100 yes and not very long at all which can destroy I, lots of things that applies to children too we just don't have children we have pets so that's why well, I have a child that's like you know, not almost not a child, but yes. Yes, that's true. I meant we as together. <laughs> together. Do not have children. That's true. Are you ready to go to the Bechdel test? Do you want to guess if it passes? You already looked. There, you there can't be. No, I didn't see it. So, so I am going to guess. There's no f- <laughs> way. Like Newt's dead. Right. I don't even know. Does it? It counts if it's a child. If it's a child. If a child. If, if a if a girl talks to an adult. Yes. Okay. Ripley is the only female character in this movie. Not not just named character, not just speaking character. You have the... a name, but she's dead. Sorry. <laughs> Ripley is the only living female character. Oh, you have to be alive now movie. for the Bechtel test? <laughs> this isn't ghost, okay? <laughs> So fail, <laughs> F minus. But I mean, you're not gonna even give it one point for uh, for for two named characters with Newt. Well, <laughs> I mean, I get with it. It's it would be hard to have the same story if it wasn't an all male prison planet. So I get like I get why it doesn't pass, but it right. still doesn't pass. F minus, boom, boom. Like if it. If you needed more reasons to not like this movie, <laughs> not that you didn't like it, you gave it three. I did. I you, did enjoy it. I enjoyed the story. You're just upset. I about was it. so mad when Tywin just got killed by the alien. Just boom, and mm. it was like he hadn't. He didn't even make it to the third act. I don't think he was killed relatively early. It was Probably, past the halfway it, mark, but it was yeah. It was but not early. to the three quarters mark. I don't think. What what that did though was like you go okay. She has like she has someone who can be a protector who can watch your back who like mm-hmm. you feel safe for a second and then when that person dies you're like oh oh my goodness like All what's gonna happen now off. which you kind of have to do in the third you know mm-hmm. in our month of thirds <laughs> uh you got to blow the doors off or just do something the third one is tough that's true everyone's like oh it's a trilogy a trilogy like yeah, you know what? It's tough. It's really difficult to pull off well. 
So, has your opinion of this movie changed since you saw it for the first or second or third time? It's, this is, and, so yeah, this is my third time watching it, but the first time watching it in maybe at least ten years or so. Mm-hmm. It's not more. Um, and, uh, okay, so as you know, Virginia, mm-hmm. uh, I'm a delicate flower. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I think I'm becoming more delicate mm-hmm. as I age. Okay. okay. And it, I, I seriously got, I'm being jokey, but I seriously got like really emotional when, when she died. Like I knew she was going to die. I've seen it. I knew she was going to die, but I got really emotional and not just like, I'm sad. It's like, that's just so great that she's like, you know, and by the way, she's like, and she's not even going like, well, I mean, they're, they're monsters that she's, she's essentially trying to save the monsters that live on this prison planet who, mm-hmm. who literally wish her harm. And she still says, no, this can't happen. I don't want this to continue. Like, that's just so, like, that's the nobility and the, and the strength and like, it's just, I'm, they're just. I'm even. I've. I've always loved Ripley. I'm even more blown away. This like reminds me how, like, what a. You know, paragon of virtue, Ripley is. I like that she's a paragon of virtue, that mm-hmm. kicks ass. <laughs> I like it. Oh! Oh! I'm glad you approve. <laughs> <laughs> Pop culture references. So there's this one. There's this one thing that I had always wondered where it came from because ever since we watched the first Alien movie, because it wasn't in there, you were waiting for it. Yes, there's this meme of that scene where the alien is getting all close to yes, Ripley, like, like right by her face. Wait, I want to make. I want to make the sound. But in the meme, it's not an alien. It's a stapler. It's a stapler. I haven't seen this. A stapler. That's funny. Let me see. I'm going to show Shane this, but... um... Show Shane. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. That's so great. Like, it's the... (laughs) Oh, is this it? No. Well, like, that... That's not it. Wait, go back. Like, that stapler right there, that looks so much like the... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> looks so much like the xenomorph. Oh my god! Oh my god! Look at that one. <laughs> okay. oh. So it's like this picture here. Oh wait, this says GIF. GIF. So maybe this will have it. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. So I had seen this can GIF. You de- or can this you describe? Picture. Can you describe what we're seeing? So, um, Ripley is. I think sitting on the floor, we can't. We can only see her. But backed against the wall for sure. Yeah, backed against the wall. Her head shaved. She looks terrified. Um, And then coming in from the left, we anticipate that it's going to be the alien come to freak her out. But instead, you see a stapler move into the frame. And then when it gets close to her, they shoot out the thing that holds the staples like a tongue. That then licks her face. <laughs> so, yeah. <sighs> so now I know where that comes from. Because we didn't see it in the second movie either. And I'm like, yeah. okay, well, I guess this is just in some... 
well, you future know, alien movie. So the way we do this, if we haven't seen it, and we're when the person who hasn't seen the movie or TV show and they're trying to write a summary, but they don't know anything about it at all, we share uh, an image, like a poster image, or the you know, mm-hmm. to give us something to go by. Mm-hmm. And basically, I just gave you like the there's one that just has a an interesting graphic of an alien essentially mm-hmm. but there is one poster where it's that scene where she's like backed against the wall and the aliens like right in her face but i'm just like I, I don't know that's just it just seems like that's like that's just too that's too much i think mm-hmm. so, I, so i have to not to show you that one well thank you so since this is set in the future anyway, yeah. yes. how would it be different with today's technology seems like kind of a ridiculous question, I think. That's true. Um, yeah, I got nothing. I th- okay, it, the only thing that I'm thinking of is just in the context of this world that Ripley lives and dies in. If it's been hundreds of years since we've had some sort of contact, uh, well, initial contact, with these xenomorph creatures, like, there's not a better way to, like, sort of deal... There isn't, like, the CDC of the universe (laughs) that can be, like, hyperspaced out to wherever it is. Like, they need better technology, they need a better way to deal with, like, an infestation of these horrible creatures. But that's exactly what the company wants. They want those creatures to make super soldiers. So they will high. They will... No cost is too high for them to get that, that alien technology. So they're not going to encourage so- a, gal- a galactical... CDC to go out and hunt these aliens down. They're going to throw up, you know, barriers at every turn. That's true. You know? So once again, I've learned that capital capitalism is the enemy. <laughs> uh, okay. True. So do you have anything else to discuss? I do not. So that about wraps it up. You can find us on a bunch of platforms like iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. We're also on the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network at CosmicPotato.com. You can find a lot of other great shows there, so check that out. And as for us, just go to WaitYou'veNeverSeen.com to find links, social media, and contact information. Leave us some feedback and let us know if you have any suggestions for movie or movies or TV shows we should watch. That's our show for today. Next time, we'll be watching Terminator 3. Uh, that's the worst Arnold anyone's ever attempted. <laughs> uh, he has a really easy accent to just sort of like, Terminator 3. Rise of the Machines. <laughs> yeah. Why do you sound like the gingerbread cookie in Shrek? <laughs> I'll be the same. <laughs> <laughs>